1: Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Here's what's cooking on an all new sports stove podcast. We're talking college football, two crazy teams having a great start to the year. We're going to talk to upcoming games this week as well. And then we'll get to the NFL preview, giving you our six picks as well as power rankings and other news. And we'll close out the episode talking Major League Baseball, playoff race, vaccinations, and, of course, the judge himself. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Hey,
0: good What you got cooking? i about cooking something okay.
1: Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast presented by Killer Jerky Company. Uh, we're talking about all kinds of great flavors of jerky, and it's available for you at KillerJerkyCo.com. Use the code STOVE, S-T-O-V-E. You get 10% off your purchase. You can try the incredibly spicy, or you can taper it back to something more flavorful if you would like. Again, that's KillerJerkyCo.com. Use the code STOVE for 10% off your purchase. Uh, Welcome into a new live show. We're live here on a Wednesday night on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, available later on, we welcome our listeners that are listening to the audio version of this on podcast form. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'll give us those five-star reviews. Tell your friends about us as well. Joining me on the show as he normally does is my dad, Dale Stover dad. How you doing?
0: Doing good, doing good. Glad to be here this evening. Had some technical difficulties this week. I was a little worried, but got it actually corrected a few moments ago, so we're good.
1: And by technical difficulties just to clarify, it wasn't dad's fault this time. So, uh,
0: no, no, uh no. Yes. <laughs> who wasn't it was the cable company's fault yeah. But, yeah. yeah
1: it was not age related or uh generational related anything like that <laughs> that's right just i wanted to clarify that for you dad i know i, I do appreciate that <laughs> um the people have confidence that you know your way around a computer but uh nonetheless uh let's get into football talk uh we're talking uh college and pro football as we do every wednesday evening And I wanted to start our college football talk again. We talked about them last week, but we just got to keep talking about them. The Vanderbilt Commodores continue to impress. I said it on the episode last week. I said it on local radio here as well uh, last week, that Vanderbilt's a team you got to actually pay attention to. They're not going to win a national championship this year. They're not going to contend for the SEC title. But they're a team that's already surpassed their over-under win total for the year um, and we're only four weeks in, so, uh, they, they've got a quarterback that is incredibly, uh, good. He runs the football. He can throw the football too. Um, they've won games. They needed to win. Will they win in the sec games that I'm not sure, but I think they're at least a threat to steal a game or two throughout the rest of this season. So, uh, Vanderbilt Dad, we make fun of them a lot. And on the other end of that spectrum, not the other the spectrum, same end of the spectrum, but in a different conference is Kansas, what a joke they've been. And they're sitting here playing a great, great football season as well. So what do we make of Vanderbilt and Kansas? Is Kansas the next SEC team to join to join? Or, or what are we looking at here?
0: Well, I don't know if they're going to join the SEC, but Kansas—I um, am checking up a little bit on them this week. Of course, their coach, you know, has had great success everywhere he has been. Um, you know, he was—he had a national power in Division Three down there where you went to school in Wisconsin, Whitewater, and—and um, and, you know, he's done well everywhere. So it looks like Kansas. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how well he'll be able to recruit and everything down the line, but boy, they have been. Um, you know, they've definitely been a surprise. And again, I think when they're kind of like when you talk about Vanderbilt, they may have a chance to win a couple games in the conference. And, um, you know, everything that well, they won one conference game already with West Virginia. So um, they're, they're a team that cannot be taken lightly. Um, but when you get a team like them in Vanderbilt, you know, it's one thing I think people say, oh, we can't take them lightly. But it's really hard to get. Real psyched up for them, so yeah. that's where they can be a threat. And Vanderbilt, the thing impressive about them is they're scoring points. And yes. anytime you can score, then you've got a shot. And uh, so, very interesting with those two.
1: Kansas in sole possession of first place in the Big Twelve with one and zero in the conference. Uh, they beat Texas Tech to start the year, blew them out, fifty six to ten. Uh, beat West Virginia at West Virginia in overtime, 55-42. And then they upset Houston at Houston, 48-30. to So they've won two road games against teams that typically uh, we wouldn't think they would win. So it's, they're not just knocking over positional, uh, you know, directional schools, but they're actually winning some games. That's pretty impressive. They got Duke this week, and you got to think they can beat Duke. They're seven-point favorites this week right. at home against Duke before facing off against Iowa State on the first. Uh, I doubt they'll be favorites in that game. Uh, but there's a really good possibility of them going 4-0 to start the year. And like I said, there's no way in the world I saw that coming uh, whatsoever from there. Um, let's talk about Vanderbilt real quick, though. You mentioned it as well. They are a team that is putting up points. Um, I can't say they've been great necessarily this season but uh, a great start for them no doubt about that Uh, their wins have come against Hawaii where they won 63 to 10 Elon where they won 42 to 31 and honestly dad that Elon game I thought man they gave up 31 points to Elon Uh, they come back they lose to Wake Forest but for Vanderbilt standards respectively Wake Forest now ranked 23rd Uh, they lost 45 to 25 there. And then they come back and win at Northern Illinois Northern Illinois was the favorite in that game. And I said it over and over again, Vanderbilt will at least cover. And they did. They even even came and won by 10 points. So, uh, for sure. Interesting to see how it shakes out next up for Vanderbilt, the number two team in the nation, Alabama. So Vanderbilt goes to Alabama. They're 40 and a half point underdogs. um, I, I mean, they're not going to – will they cover 41, 40 and a half, do you think?
0: Um, I don't know, you know, because Saban's been concerned. And la- last week, Alabama really turned it on, um, a lower-ranked team. So, I don't know. I think they could get inside that number. Um, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting. interesting to see. Again, if they can – if they can control the ball a little bit on offense, of course, Alabama's got such a great defense. Um, it'll be interesting. I think they could get inside that, but uh, don't you never know?
1: What does Vanderbilt have to do on Saturday against Alabama that makes you go, man, they really are, they really got potential?
0: Um, they need to stay in the game for the first half. Um, It may get it may get away from them there. But if, you know, end of the first quarter is within seven points at halftime, it's within, you know, two touchdowns or 10. And it looks like they're playing with them. um, You know, then you'd say, wow, they could be a factor with some of these other teams. Uh, One thing that happens when you play a team like Alabama or Georgia is but I think Vanderbilt probably is okay with this is. Um, you know, people can get hurt physically, you know, you, you really can kind of get kind of beat up. Um, and I know sometimes when lower ranked teams play big teams like that, they do it for the finances, but it can have an effect on them. So, but if you can play with them, then it, it's a real boost.
1: Yeah. And they've got Alabama this week, Ole Miss next week, Georgia the following week. So it's the gauntlet of the schedule for Vanderbilt uh, right now. We'll see how they come out at the end. If they come out, Uh, Looking decent, or if they go back to their normal ways uh, there as well. Uh, Let's talk about games to look for this weekend in college football. I've got three of them, and I'll start with Florida and Tennessee. Uh, Florida at Tennessee, college game day will be there as well. Both teams, uh, well, Tennessee's looking really good. Florida. They got a little bit of hype, but they, they haven't really looked that great uh, so far this season. They are still ranked um, 20th overall. They're 2-1 and one with their loss coming to Kentucky. Um, coming into the season, I thought Florida would be, on the way I put it, is on the rise, not this year. Uh, felt like they're going to head the right direction, but they get beat. They got handled by Kentucky. They only lost by 10. They got handled by Kentucky. They squeak out the win at home against Utah to start the season, which was great. But other than that, not a whole lot to write home about with this Florida team. Uh, I like the quarterback, Richardson, but he's yet to throw for a touchdown. Uh, he has ran for three. But if you're the quarterback of a SEC team, you better be able to throw for touchdowns. We're three, three games in, and they haven't done that yet. Uh, what do you expect out of this Tennessee-Florida game?
0: Well, I mean, Tennessee has really gotten off to a good start and they look really good. Um, I don't think they'll have trouble being up for Florida and I think the game being at Tennessee, um, is good. So if their offense, you know, it looks like they're running the ball. They've obviously, they always have receivers. They've got a quarterback. The key will be the defense. If their defense can play well and hold Florida down, I think Tennessee is going to score and, um, This is a game where, you know, there's a lot of history to this, even though not with this coach. Tennessee gets up, the crowd will be absolutely crazy. And um, they, you know, they could roll on them. Um, If they squeak out a win, it'll still be great for Tennessee from there. And, um, you know, uh, if they were to lose, I think it'd be very disappointing. So um, we'll just see if they can be ready to play. And, I'm you know, um, is Tennessee going to? You know, go through the SEC, you know, I I don't know. That's probably well-wishing, but Florida's a team they definitely can beat and maybe should beat at home.
1: Should beat for sure, and it being at home, yeah. Florida always scares me. I mean, you go back to Peyton Manning's day. Peyton couldn't beat Florida. That was the school that kept him down. Uh, then the next year after Peyton gone, then finally Team Martin beat Florida. We won the national championship. Um, this is a team that always gives them problems. They're 10.5-point favorites, Tennessee is at home. I think this game stays close uh, because I'm just a doubter when it comes to Tennessee. I've not seen it consistently enough, Uh, but Hendon Hooker's had a great year. Uh, The offense has been putting up points. Maybe this is the year where they are noticeably better than Florida, but uh, I'm going to hold out hope on that, and we'll wait and see, see how it shakes out. Uh, do you have any games? I got two more, but do you have any other, any games you're interested in for Saturday? Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're
0: Team, Team ready. ready.
1: Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to BlackHillsEnergy.com slash ready.
0: Well, I I think the Arkansas-Texas A&M game will be very interesting. Arkansas looked like they were going to be good. They squeaked one out last week. I believe it was Missouri State. Um, And, of course, A&M, you know, was disappointing early and then bounced back, won a big game last week. So I, I think that'll be a big game in the conference for sure and uh, may tell us whether is a going to be a power here or, or somebody to be reckoned with in the big games or is Arkansas going to be. So that's, a, that's an interesting game. Um, well, I think you said that well.
1: I'm going to write off whichever team loses. And if Arkansas loses, they only have one loss. But in my opinion, if you can't beat A&M, you're not a top-10 team. Uh, and if you're A&M, I said it before, I don't trust Jimbo Fisher. I think they always lose games they should win. And uh, and with all the talk they had this year, they should be undefeated right now, and they're not. So if they lose to Arkansas, I write them off. If Arkansas loses to A&M, I write them off as a legit contender in the conference. Um, and uh, right now, A&M is the favorite. Of course, they're at home. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, so that's saying neutral site, Arkansas wins this game. So I, I'm going to lean towards Arkansas. I think they're going to win this game, even though it's on the road. I just think Arkansas, I don't, I don't trust AM at all <laughs> whatsoever. So I'm going to go Arkansas on that one.
0: Gotcha. I, I, I'll i keep an eye also on the Kansas State OU game. You know, we talked last week, I thought OU right now would be one of the teams in the top four in the tournament. So if that's true, then they need to handle Kansas State. When we previewed the big 12, some people said Kansas State, you know, would have a, maybe a decent season. So that could be interesting. The Ohio State Wisconsin game, if Ohio State is what, um, you know, they're supposed to be, then they will handle Wisconsin. Wisconsin is always tough. It is at home at Ohio State. And um, so to be interesting, to see what these good teams dominate, that was really good, interesting to me last week. You know, Georgia is just dominant, and they continued. Penn State dominated Auburn. And, uh, that you know, you're looking for that with some of the high-ranked teams.
1: Yep. And Michigan continues to dominate everybody they play, too. Yeah. Um, Arkansas, excuse me, Clemson and Wake Forest. This is the game where Clemson has to decide if they're legit. Um, I said going into the year that I trusted them. I thought everything is going to be fine there. They have shown that they're going to struggle offensively still, and they just can't do that. Uh, Wake Forest is a good team, but Clemson should beat them. Uh, so that game, those are the three games I'm interested in, Florida-Tennessee, Clemson-Wake, and Arkansas a and I think it's going to tell us a lot about those teams, the teams that win and the teams that lose. Uh, those three games I think are ultimately going to be intriguing. Uh, do you have a one big upset for the week?
0: Um, No, I haven't really looked at that yet. I, I, uh, I, uh,
1: I figured you were going to go MTSU on that one. So,
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm all for MTSU upset in Miami, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. How about Texas
1: Tech over Texas? It's at Texas Tech, Texas six-and-a-half-point favorites. There's your upset of the week right there, Texas Tech over Texas. There you go. Any other college football things we need to talk about before we move to the NFL?
0: No, no, I think um, one other thing last week was Oregon did really rebalance. I wasn't sure that was going to be there, and so, um, you know, we we, we will see. But, nope, it should be an interesting week again in college football. Yes, it will.
1: EKU, by the way, traveling to Austin P, um, and I'll keep you updated on that as you pay attention to the Sports Stove Twitter and uh, the Sports Stove Local Hour this week drops actually in the morning, and no, dropped this morning, and is available for listening now. If you go back and look that up as well, previewing Austin P and EKU. All right, let's get to the NFL. Dad, some news this week: Jimmy Garoppolo, the starting quarterback in San Francisco. As Trey Lance out for the season with an ankle injury, you asked me today in a conversation we had, but I'm going to ask you, what does this mean for the 49ers? Jimmy Garoppolo, are they a Super Bowl team? Are they a playoff team? Are they at the division winners? Um, How does this impact the San Francisco 49ers season?
0: Well, I I think, again, you know, they had Garofalo last year, so they may be as good as there. Again, I think they overachieved last year. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I don't think they'll win the division, Um, but, we, you know, we, we will see. I mean, they lost to the Bears, but that wasn't awfully bad weather, and there was a lot of things involved there. Uh, San Francisco hasn't convinced me yet that you know they're a Super Bowl contender. They could make the playoffs. We'll just, the NFL has been so crazy in the first two weeks with who's winning and losing. It's hard to call playoff teams at this point. But um, San Francisco hasn't convinced me that they're going to be a power in the NFC yet.
1: But, I mean, the NFC West – I mean, the Rams at times look great. They're the Super Bowl champs, but they haven't looked as convincing yet. Uh, Arizona, I mean, who knows what's going on in Arizona. It'll be great one week and bad the next week. Probably fortunate to get out with the win this past week. Uh, And, of course, Seattle's not going to push. So I think San Francisco's in the running for the West Division right now. And uh, Jimmy G brings them at least some consistency. And they're fortunate that they're not taking a step down I don't think at this point with the quarterback situation there. Uh, Let's talk about our top five teams. People call it the power rankings. Uh, Top five teams in the NFL right now. I was telling you, this isn't an easy thing to pick because to me, the first two teams were really easy to pick. But after that, I wasn't really sure where to go with it. So I'll give you my top five and then we'll get your top five. I think number one, they should be on everybody's list as number one is the Buffalo Bills. They look phenomenal. They've got a big game coming up this week against Miami. We'll talk to them about that in a minute. But Buffalo looks the part right now as the Super Bowl favorites for this year. So they're number one on my list. Kansas City, I was dead wrong on Kansas City. I thought they were going to struggle this year. So far, not the case. I got them at number two. I'm going to put the Miami Dolphins at number three. And I'm still not a believer in Tua. I think that they put the right things around Tua where all he has to do is throw the ball deep and somebody will run underneath it. I don't trust Tua yet uh, either, but this team is winning, and they've got a a dynamic offense with some really good receivers. So I put them number three. I'm going to go Philadelphia number four. This was hard for me, but uh, they just, again, they're winning, and uh, I give them some credit for that. There are other teams winning that I don't give credit for, though. Uh, So that brings me to number four on my list. I'm going to put the Packers. I watched that game on Sunday night, and I saw exactly what I wanted to see from them. They ran the ball effectively. They made things happen. The defense played well. And we've got to see it again uh, as they were playing the Bears. But I put them at number four. And at number five, I put San Francisco. Again, I think they have a jolt of energy with Jimmy Garoppolo coming in. I considered the Rams. I considered the Buccaneers. But I don't like what I've seen out of Tampa so far this year, even though they're 2-0. and um, And the Rams are probably better than San Francisco. But to my eyes, I kind of like what I'm seeing in San Francisco right now. So my top five, Buffalo, Kansas City, Miami, Philadelphia, Green Bay, and San Fran. Uh, who are your top five?
0: Well, I've got Buffalo and Kansas City. I'll agree with you on the top two. Uh, number three, I have Tampa Bay. At this point, just basing on where we've been in the season uh, there, number four, I still like the Chargers, so I would put them at number four. And then number five was tough. I think Green Bay could have been in there, uh, but this is a team that lost, but I still think it's good, and that's Baltimore. So I would have Baltimore at number five uh, with Green Bay being close there.
1: Okay, that's an interesting five. I considered all those teams, actually, uh, as well, so – um, yeah, interesting list. And like I said, I mean, there's, there's options. I'm sure people <laughs> are disagreeing, uh, uh immensely with, with some of those teams, but for me and for you, but nonetheless, that's where we sit. All right. That brings us to our pick six, where each week we pick six games We pick against the spread. Neither dad or I are gamblers, but, uh, to add just a little excitement to the, to the podcast, we pick against the spread. We pick the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game. And then we can each pick three random games that we decide to pick. Uh, We are using the lines from runyourpool.com. We have a uh, pool there where people can pick games each week as well. Uh, So that's where we get our numbers for there. So let's start with the Thursday night game, a division uh, AFC North battle. And it's Cleveland at home, favorited by five and a half against Pittsburgh. Uh, Cleveland, an interesting team to start out the season. And Nick Chubb, I tried to tell everybody when we did our AFC North preview, fantasy footballers, Nick Chubb, you got to have them. Uh, I listened to me and it worked out pretty good. Uh, so dad, uh, but Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I think is the better quarterback. Not everybody would agree with me on that. Uh, which way do you go here, Cleveland, uh, and Pittsburgh?
0: Um, I again the point spread's a little high, but I'll go with Cleveland to cover because I think Cleveland is the better team, and I think they'll bounce back from last week. So um, I'll take Cleveland to cover at five and a half.
1: Division games are they just play different, plain yeah. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus five and a half at Cleveland. I think Cleveland squeaks this one out, but I think Pittsburgh keeps it close. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus five and a half sunday night football it is the denver broncos hosting san francisco san fran is a one and a half point favorite in this game uh which way do you go on this one
0: i'm gonna go with denver i think they'll bounce back on this one and being at home uh they need to it's been kind of a tough start so i think they'll bounce back and um you know with the one and a half they'll be okay
1: I as well went with Denver. I think Russell Wilson, it's going to click at some point, and I'm going to keep picking Denver until it does. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go Denver as well at plus one and a half uh, there as well. Monday night football, it's the Jason Garrett Bowl. Um, He's not going to be there, but uh, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. uh, This is at New York. The Giants are two and a half point favorites. Dad has yet to say a nice thing about the Cowboys all year. Uh, how you feeling with the Giants and the Cowboys? Cowboys with a huge win this past week.
0: Yes, yes, it really was. Uh, on this game, I'll go with the Giants. Again, they're at home. It's hard for me to pick Dallas. And um, we'll see if the Giants really are a lot improved because Dallas – um, you know, still got problems. Our quarterback did play well last week, so we will see, but I will definitely go with the Giants to cover the two and a half.
1: Yeah. The Giants are, um, they had their, their improvement mode this week against Dallas Cooper rush did have a good game The Dallas defense has been good. And you know, I'm not afraid to pick Dallas, but today I'm going to go with the Giants as well. I got them minus two and a half i love what the giants are doing i'm all in on the giants this year uh to compete in the nfc east i think they win this game dallas should not have won last week and they should not win again this week all right now we get our three random games who's the first game that you picked
0: um i will take the philadelphia washington game and um that's a seven-and-a-half Philadelphia's favored. It's at Washington, so I will take Washington. I think Philadelphia will win the game, but I'm not sure by seven-and-a-half. Washington is playing better, and like you said, a division game is always tough. So I'm going to take the underdog here, Washington, in the seven-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, underdogs, I what I understand, underdogs in division are always a good pick uh, there, Uh, I'm going to go with another division game, not that division though. Uh, The game I talked about earlier, Buffalo at Miami, Buffalo, five and a half point favorites. And I think Buffalo is legit. So I'm going to go Buffalo minus five and a half at Miami. Uh, and I think Buffalo just continues to show us that they are who we think they are this year. Uh, who's your next pick?
0: I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders over the Titans Um, by two and a half. I think they'll cover. It is at Tennessee. Both teams really need to win this, and uh, I think the Raiders will have too much for them. So I'm going to take the Raiders to cover against Tennessee.
1: And they're they're the favorites. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I looked at that game. uh, It's been a day or two ago and I almost went there too. I chose not to at the end of the day. I i don't know. At some point, and Aaron Rodgers said it on the Pat McAfee show, they still have Vrabel. They still have Derrick Henry. They still have a system that's worked in the past, so eventually it's going to click, and I'm afraid it might be this week, so I stayed away from that game uh, as well. I went, though, uh, Baltimore, minus 3.5 at New England. New England, boy, they have not looked good uh, to start this year. Baltimore. They're going to try to run all over New England, uh, and then once they get down close, they can zip it off to Mark Andrews. Uh, So I like Baltimore in this game. Minus three and a half is where I went with my fifth game of the week. Uh, That brings us to our last game. Dad, who'd you pick?
0: Well, we'll I'll get criticized for this, but I'll take Green Bay as the underdog over Tampa Bay. Um, I think the defense will show up. And, again, Tampa Bay has a great defense, so we'll see whether the offense clicks like it did last week. But uh, at two-and-a-half, I'll take Green Bay as the underdog. I don't know
1: why you'd think I'd criticize you for making a good pick, Dad. Uh, the Packers uh, have the advantage this week. Tampa's beat up. Uh, they did not look good last week, even though they got the win. Green Bay did look good, and I think that Green Bay is going to be able to win this game. It might be close Uh, because Tampa does have a good defense. But I as well went with Green Bay plus two and a half uh, in that game against Tampa. I try not to pick Green Bay too often, uh, but uh, this week I think it was the right move to make. So I'm with you 100% uh, there as well. Let's look at the other games going on in the NFL this week. You said it before, uh, there's been a lot of excitement uh, throughout this season already. Uh, A game that is the one that I would have no interest in watching, but it might be really entertaining is Houston and Chicago uh, <laughs> Love Smith returns to Chicago. Chicago is a two and a half point favorite. I think Texans could win that game. Uh, Texans uh, have yet to win a game this season, but they tied a game and they lost a game as well. Chicago and the Texans fighting for that first overall draft pick. And uh, one of them has to win. Well, no, not, I guess they don't when well, they can tie, but um, that game's interesting. Uh, Texans have been, intriguing at the very least right
0: yes they have been and i almost picked that game and of course you got lovey smith who was coaching the bears for a long time so it could be a yeah be an interesting game and i think houston could win this one easily easily i think they could yes
1: wow okay all right um let's see here you talked about raiders and titans we both stayed away from chiefs colts Boy, that seemed like an easy one to pick. Chiefs, five-and-a-half-point favorite. The Colts coming off getting shut out against Jacksonville. Um, but I was scared enough I stayed away from that one, and you didn't pick it either. Uh, what are your thoughts on how Kansas City, Indianapolis goes?
0: Well, I mean, you know, Indianapolis is just, you know, started out horrible. So I don't know, and Kansas City, like you said, is playing well. So this I don't know that Indianapolis will rebound this week. We'll see
1: uh let's see here
0: tell me your thoughts on bills dolphins i don't think
1: we asked you your opinion on it i picked the bills uh there what's your thoughts on that game with two undefeated teams a division game as well
0: well buffalo like you said i think is the strongest team um in the league right now the thing is it is a division game Mm -hmm. and um so maybe miami can Rally with them there and we'll see about Tua. I thought that was interesting, your comment about Tua. Well, he just throws it up and he's got somebody to uh, run under it and catch it. Um, You're too young to remember this, but people said the same thing about Terry Bradshaw. Um, he just threw it up there. And uh, I remember a guy one time we were at a, at a arena game. I don't know if you remember this in Nashville. I did. And after the game, Lynn Swan was one of the announcers. And one of the guys went up, went up to talk to him and said, my dad always told me you made Terry Bradshaw famous. And um, there, there was a lot of feelings about that, that he just threw it up and he had of swan that could go get it. And if that's true, then Tua's in pretty good company.
1: <laughs> uh, shout out to David Myers. I uh, made that's, that comment if I remember it. correctly. So uh, there you go. I'm not sure if David listens to this show, but, um, if but he, he should. Does, he should. You're right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't trust Tua yet, but he's got great wide receivers. Waddle uh Tyreek Hill both of them phenomenal um and it works though I I congratulate the Miami front office for building a team that works with the quarterback they have it worked for Tua in Alabama and it's it's working for them in Miami so far uh let's see your Lions Vikings I think the Vikings are a really really good team you don't uh the Lions have been impressive so far this year as well both teams one and one it's at Minnesota how does this game shake out
0: well, I, I it, you know, it, it, in some ways, I think it's a big game because if Detroit goes up there and wins the game, the great feelings in Minnesota are going to start to change real quick. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, they're still riding high over beating the Packers, but if they lose to the Lions at home, that would be something. Um, Campbell's got the Lions playing well, and um, it'll be interesting. I think it could be a challenge. Um, from there. So that'll be an interesting game. I'd be interested to keep an eye on that.
1: Jared Goff, six touchdowns, one interception. Kirk Cousins, three touchdowns, three picks. But Jefferson's the story in Minnesota. He has 15 catches, 232 yards, and two touchdowns uh, there as well. A very intriguing game in the NFC North. Uh, How about the Cincinnati Bengals? 0-2, coming off uh, their (laughs) Super Bowl run last year. Their favorite on the road uh, against the Jets this week. Jets one and one, Joe Flacco, elite quarterback, coming up big last week. Uh, I think Cincinnati gets back on on the right track this week. How do you feel about that game?
0: Yes, I think they'll get back on track. Um, Like I said, some teams like Indianapolis, it's like, wow, they're in trouble. I don't know if Cincinnati is there yet. I think people still hold a lot of hope. I think they're a good team, got a lot of weapons, and they should get back on track. The Jets could be a little bit of an interesting game, but um, I, I think there's a good chance um, Cincinnati will get back on track. Uh, New Orleans, Carolina. I almost picked this game in our pick sticks as well.
1: Uh, Jameis is injured but still playing. Uh, Michael Thomas is back in a big way for the New Orleans uh, but they've got injury issues. Alvin Kamara as well. Carolina, 0 2, uh, only a one point underdog in this game at home. Uh, Baker Mayfield, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, only one touchdown so far this season. And uh, Jameis Winston, three touchdowns, 505 yards, but he also has the three interceptions as well. Leading rusher for New Orleans is Taysom Hill, <laughs> seven carries. 95 yards and touchdown that scares me tremendously i didn't know which way to go with this game dad so i didn't pick it how do you feel about new orleans at carolina
0: well outside of a little bit of fantasy value because i have mccaffrey in one league this is a game like you say i really have no interest in keeping up on so um i you know i i don't think it's a it's a factor um in the division at this point either way and um, we'll see how it goes
1: Jacksonville came up big last week against the Colts. Now they're traveling to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. I love what Jacksonville's doing. I think the Chargers are the more talented team, but I like the Jaguars in this game. I almost picked them this week. You went with the Chargers. Uh, no, you said the Chargers in your power rankings. Yeah. I think Jacksonville, what they've done with the draft this year, drafting young, talented defensive players, what they did offensively and free agents, Uh, free agency what they did with hiring a a good coach i love what jacksonville's doing i think they are in this game to the very end honestly i think jacksonville has a chance to surprise people this week again as well how do you feel about jacksonville at los angeles
0: well i I like jacksonville like you said i'm all for them i like peterson and um, i'm all for them and i think they are going to have a much better year I don't know that they will beat the Chargers. They may really stay with them, and if they do, I think that's going to be important from there. I do think the Chargers were good, and the Chargers should be able to win this. But it'd be very interesting to see, you know, Trevor Lawrence and how things continue. And they do have a lot of young talent, um, so I, I definitely you can see that they don't believe they're bad, and they're going to play with people, and that's important.
1: Justin Herbert, one of the top young quarterbacks in the league, has 613 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. Austin Eckler, fantasy bust. I tried to warn you, uh, uh, but uh, nonetheless, on the other side, Jacksonville, uh, their big free agency signing at wide receiver, Christian Kirk, leads the way, 12 catches, 195, two touchdowns uh, there as well. James Robinson running well at running back as well, 130 yards and two touchdowns uh there Trevor Lawrence over 500 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. I look forward to seeing a little bit of that game uh this weekend. Rams and Cardinals. Cardinals won a crazy one in overtime. Uh I think the Rams are are working their way back to their Super Bowl potential. So I think the Rams take care of Arizona in this game. They are the favorite even though they're on the road. Uh any quick thoughts on Rams Cardinals?
0: Well, like I said the Cardinals are interesting Tyler Murray, you've got to stop him. So, um the comeback was very impressive. We'll see.
1: Just have to survive till Kyler gets hurt. It's going to happen at some point in time. Uh we'll see when when that happens. Atlanta Seattle, Atlanta's been an interesting team. 0 2, they've been in both their games. Seattle won the first one. I just don't think Seattle's going to win a whole lot. This game is even right now. Um I- Atlanta has to find a way to get Pitts involved. They've not done a good job with that so far this season. They have got Drake London involved, which has been a positive thing for them as well. Seattle has to find a way to run the football uh, where they've not had a whole lot of success this year. Um, how are you feeling about these teams, Atlanta, Seattle?
0: I think Atlanta can win this and can get you know, their first win this week. Um, and they, they have done better than expected. So um, we'll see. And I agree. I don't think Seattle will have a good year. Last week we did in or out with the un,
1: uh, the 0 and 2 teams, I believe, correct? And so this week I want to do in or out with the undefeated teams uh, with you and kind of get your thoughts on these. So let's run through these quickly. Um, Miami, in or out?
0: Yeah. Um. I'm in on them having a good year, so I, I think they're going to be they're going to be a, be tough. I still think they're a level behind Buffalo,
1: and you know I'm not a yes. Tua fan; I made that clear. But I'm in on Miami as well. They're going to be entertaining, and I think they're going to be number two in the division. And I think they're a playoff team, and I think they're dangerous because of the athletes they have as well. So I'm in on Miami. Uh, Buffalo, we're both in on Buffalo, right? Yeah. Yes uh kansas city again this is a team i was kind of out on coming into the season and already a couple weeks in admitting i was wrong i'm all in on kansas city how about you
0: yeah i'm in on them again i think mahomes you know is going to show that you know he can play with different wide receivers and um yeah i'm in on them and this
1: is where it gets interesting philadelphia two and oh uh are you confident are you in or are you out on philadelphia
0: I'm in on Philadelphia. I'm confident. Um, Again, I think Hurts is doing what he needs to do, and they've got some talent. And uh, at this point, I'd be in on them, especially in the division they're in.
1: Yeah, I think you said it, doing what he needs to do. 70% completion percentage, 576 yards. uh, And then let's see here, only one touchdown pass, one interception as well. So all the touchdowns are really coming on the ground. Sanders has one, or excuse me, yeah, one. Hertz has three. Scott has one, and Gainwell has one. Uh, they're, you know, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by them still. At this point, I'll say I'm in. I'm not fully confident, I guess, so maybe I'm not in. But I'm not out either. So I'll go with in with Philadelphia. New York football giants, 2-0. and Daniel Jones, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. this week said, He's willing to go back to the Giants if they bench or trade Daniel Jones. I don't think that's happening.
0: Um, uh, are you in or out on the 2-0 and o Giants? Um, I mean, I'm glad they're doing well, but I'm out on them. I don't think they're going to last mm-hmm. and it won't be a, a big factor in the division um, at this stage. Again, I don't think Daniel Jones uh, is the guy, and I don't think they have as much talent as probably the other teams in their division.
1: I'm all in on Brian Dayball and the Giants. Um, I think Daniel Jones is not that far behind Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's that far behind Carson Wentz. And I think he's ahead of Cooper Rush. So I I like what the Giants are doing. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I know they're headed in the right direction. In Brian Dayball, I trust, and I'm not a Giants fan. Uh, so there you go. One more 2-0 and team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you in? or are you out on Tampa Bay?
0: Um, I'm out because I don't think they're going to end up as good as everybody thinks um, that they're going to. Now, again, their division is weak, so that's going to help them from there. But we'll see this week with Green Bay, but I think they could really struggle in the big games, and um, that would hurt them, but we'll see.
1: They will win the division, but I am out on Tampa Bay as well. They are not – uh, what so many people think that they are. I think Brady, we're starting to see not a steep decline, uh, but I think we're starting to see the decline of Tom Brady as well. And uh, so, yeah, I'm out on them
0: also. Uh, any other NFL topics you want to cover? No. Well, I'm sure this was just an oversight, but on our pick six, what was the results last week? On uh, that?
1: Yes, very good. Very good. We were three and three in week one. Uh, Dad was four and two last week. I was two and four. So, Dad now currently leads uh, the pick six challenge uh, 77 and five. And then I'm the opposite of that. I'm five and seven uh, on the week. So, yes, that that was legitimately an oversight. I apologize, Dad. Kudos (laughs) to you. Um, So, we'll see how it shakes out this week as well. As always, feel free to go on Twitter or Instagram at SportsStove. And leave your six picks. Pick the Thursday, the Sunday, and the Monday night games, and then three games of your choice the rest of Sunday as well. Throw them in the comment sections and let us know who you pick and see if you can keep up with Dad and myself. Uh, Let's go to Major League Baseball to close out the episode. Uh, Aaron Judge continuing to climb. He's in the 60 home run uh, marker the last time I checked. uh, I didn't check tonight to see where he's at um you know I, he he's making history one way or the other right and Aaron Judge is legit um hopefully not on drugs and uh uh hopefully all's all's good with this but he's bringing that entertainment value home runs are entertaining for major league baseball
0: yes yeah and he's you know he's a great home run hitter and um if i've kept up with it right you know they're just talking about his home runs but he has a chance to win the triple crown and that used to be a big. That used to be a big thing. It's kind of funny, but that's not being mentioned now. But you don't get a lot of home run hitters who can hit for average, uh, RBIs, yes. But um, so um, he would establish himself as quite the player um, and have quite the year if he could win the triple crown and break the home run record.
1: Great point, and I don't even think he has to break the record. Just being in that conversation. Uh, is is good enough for that that aspect of it? I think, at the very least, uh, let's look at the wild card situation, the playoff situation. Yankees, uh, Houston, and Cleveland seem to have their divisions pretty well under control. So that brings us to the wild card race, which is pretty well set. Also, uh, Toronto, Tampa, and Seattle. We've said it for a while now. I think the AL the seedings might change, but the AL six that's pretty well set, right?
0: Yes, yeah, I think it is, and I think that'll be really good playoffs because I'd like to see some of the wild-card teams, you know, can Seattle surprise and make a move, Uh, can Tampa, and uh, so we'll see.
1: Three National League teams have already clinched their spot in the playoffs, the New York Mets, the Atlanta Braves, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, Seattle, St. Louis, excuse me, has not technically clinched the Central, but they're eight games up on the Brewers. They will win the Central um, so let's go back to the national league East ad Mets, Atlanta, Atlanta's one game back. Um, I said earlier in the year that I think the Mets will pull it off. I'm going to stick with it, but it's a close one. Who do you think wins wins? Where are you at now with the AL East?
0: Well, I think Atlanta will win, but again, I don't know that it really matters. They're both going to be factors um, in the playoffs. You know, it's like last year, the Giants won, but they didn't get past the Dodgers in the playoffs, and that could be what happens in the East there.
1: Wild card right now, it's Atlanta, San Diego, and Philadelphia. And, Dad, there is very few things more fun than watching Philadelphia fans in great anger. Philadelphia now the last team in. Milwaukee, two games back on Philadelphia. Um, Can Milwaukee make it in? Are they going to surpass Philly uh, or San Diego? San Diego is a game and a half up on Philadelphia right now. Um, I mean, do the Brewers have any chance, chance of making it in?
0: Well, I think they have a chance, so uh we'll see you know they've got what a couple of weeks left, so it'll come down to um probably come down to the end on that and yeah i I know some Philly fans, and yeah, Philly fans do get angry, so that is that is interesting,
1: yeah, yeah, other than Chicago fans, I love watching the Philly fans suffer um the brewers they've got a four game um uh, road trip to Cincinnati, then they've got two games at home against St Louis. Then they're at home uh, for the Marlins, four games against the Marlins at home, and they close out the season at home, three games against the Diamondbacks. So they've got a pretty soft schedule uh, here to close out things uh, for the season. They still have to win those games, though, and they haven't always been able to do that. For Philadelphia, they are uh, going to be a home for the Braves. they got a four-game series against the Braves. Then they travel to Chicago for three games against the Cubs. Then they travel to D.C. uh, as they face off against the Nationals for four games. And they close out the year on the road in Houston against the Astros. Uh, So not an easy schedule for Philadelphia coming down the stretch. And right now they're only two games up on the Brewers. Uh, I think if the Brewers play the way they're supposed to play, I think they, they make it in still. Um, I don't think they go far, but I think they make it into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, if you look at the schedules, they definitely have the advantage. So um, we'll see. And I don't know. There's a whole lot of teams that want to face Brandon
1: Woodruff and Corbin Burns in the playoffs. But, again, the Brewers have been up and down all season, so who knows. Uh, they would end up having to face probably the the Dodgers. Well, no, they wouldn't play the Dodgers in the first round. So um, I don't know who they'd face off against, Atlanta maybe. Atlanta or or New York, but anyways, um, craziness, absolute craziness. Okay. Uh, baseball's coming down to it. Oh, Canada lift their vaccination rules. So now unvaccinated players can go to Canada and play in the playoffs. It does not affect anything, uh, there, which is great to see. Thank you Canada for finally getting on board and realizing it's safe to play baseball. Um, so there you go. Uh, Oh, Canada, you know, Thank you.
0: And I, I assume that rule for Canada is for all sports. That'll affect hockey the same way.
1: I don't think it's for everybody. I don't think it's just a sports rule, the way I understand it. So yeah, I think it's it's clear for everybody uh to, yeah. to to be a little bit more free at the very least. They might still have some regulations and things, uh, but they can get into the country and they can play their games. So that's a good thing, good thing there. All right, uh, we're coming up on a football weekend, Thursday night football, uh, Friday night high school football, Saturday college football, and Sunday back to the NFL as well. Uh, we'll be back here Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, to review and preview what's going on in the football weekend and around the world of sports as well. I want to remind people to go to KillerJerkyCo.com, use the code STOVE, get 10% off your purchase, and try out some really killer jerky uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at sports stove for the latest, uh, opinions of, of this host at the very least there. Dad, anything, any
0: closing thoughts? No, nope, I, I, I think that's it. Um, we could talk a little hockey, but you never like to do that. So, um, we won't, we won't do that right now. So
1: <laughs> I am not in the correct mental space to talk about rookie camp at hockey right now. Uh, <laughs> We'll get some hockey talk in at some point in time. <laughs> but not tonight. Uh, Robert Sarver selling selling his teams. That's a whole other topic. We don't, we're not going to dive into it right now. Uh, but that's interesting. Dad, if you want to go in, I'll go 50-50 with you. We'll buy the Suns. Um, we can throw at least throw an offer at them. We'll see, see how that works. We can talk about it off air. Okay, friends. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. We'll be back next week. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.